The Canopy Group is a unique insurance agency that offers 16 carefully selected companies for home and auto insurance. Would you be satisfied if the only dessert you could have this season was fruitcake? That would be like having one agent representing one company. Meanwhile, a neighbor of yours creates a dessert exchange with friends and family, and they make a variety of desserts. Peanut brittle, fudge, gingerbread, all that stuff. At the Canopy Group, we get that it is all about options. That's why our insurance agency offers 16 companies. In addition, we have 40 licensed elves working behind the scenes to assure that you always have the best coverage at the best price. Remember, our clients average a saving of over $800 per year. This holiday season, don't get stuck with just the fruitcake. Get options. Call 800-967-3389, 800-967-3389, or visit thecanopygroup.com today always fun crazy it's painful but it's wonderful what is the name it's Roycey Unchained Patrick what's up on this Monday all right uh one week ago (laughs) the wild was virtually unwatchable unwatchable yep and uh Bill Guerin uh took the action of bringing in his old uh buddy Hines John Hines not the radio guy some other guy Mm uh and uh now, if you're playing the Wild and you hold them to only three goals in the first period, you're happy. Yeah, you feel good. You're lucky. It could have been worse. Yep. So how does this work in hockey? How does this, is it just, what, is he telling them to do something? He told them to skate fast, right? That was, well, play faster. That was it. Yes. Well, Everson, the thing I liked about him when he first came here is they played fast. So what happened? Okay. So Explain this I went to, to the, me, you so, two puckheads. Well, <laughs> first of all, Dex and I did a Judd's Hockey Show on Friday in which we talked about this, yes. like this, this same thing. But I had the same thought that you did. They are playing faster. Like it's not a, it's not some type of fluke. Yet, yes, they're playing. They're probably happier because of the coaching change. Yes. So I asked Flurry and Hines about this after the game yesterday because mm-hmm. I asked Hines. I said, "It's not a fluke. You're playing. Fl-. You know, this is not just some type." You, you've been here three games, but something has changed. And he explained. He said, basically, and Flurry had tipped me off to this, their breakouts are quicker. So they're not mm-hmm. skating faster. They're actually moving the puck. They're Just, the pace of what they're okay. doing. So, in other words, Jake Middleton is not was, faster. was Jake Middleton. Yes. He was playing like Harold Snaps, basically. Correct. And now... If he gets the puck, he knows if he wants to keep playing, he better move it quick, right? Yes. Get out of there. Yes, and they try to get into the attacking zone quicker. But here's... Because that was the dump and chase problem. Uh, I was there for that, his first game, and they were, you could see it. They had a lot of puck possession and stuff. He didn't even go to the skate around. He, he talked to him for five minutes before the game. How did he change it in 10 minutes? Dex, wouldn't wouldn't you say though the the key is the fact that these guys have played that style before? So like if you tell them what to do, uh, yeah. it's not like a football offense well, where you're well, changing. Well, was, were we trying to slow it down because we didn't trust our talent? Uh, what 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 was the what was the what was the other theory? Because Abison, that's the way he coached when he started. They, hey, move the puck, let's go. Go ahead, Let's go. Well. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think their offense, and their, especially their stars, you know, um, Kaprizov, Boldy, et cetera, and then Hartman not playing up to his ability, 
I think they just got kind of caught in playing the equivalent of what would be hero ball in hockey, where they were all just overcompensating. They were all trying to do too much, and they got out of the system. And you know, hockey is a, a is a random sport for sure. Yes, but uh, but I think they kind of got back to basics, and they realize if we play this certain way and the way we're supposed to, we can actually put ourselves in position to win a lot of games. Well, I, isn't a lot of it? Puck possession down at that end, too, down at the good end. I mean, that, that first game that they played, the second period, they had the puck down there for 12 yep. minutes in a row. Yep. So uh, I don't think what changing, are they doing down there? I don't think changing breakout schemes is like a big deal. I think it's pretty simply done if yeah, you do yeah, it. If you, But you got to go fast. But you got to go. But, but they're doing yes. something when they have the puck down at the other end, too. Yes. Now they were getting chances, supposedly, and they were talking about they just weren't, you know, putting the puck in the net. But there's three games. Well, they're playing with more confidence. They're playing more confidence, too. Well, yeah. But but my whole thing was I I asked about it because I don't buy that it's just all. uh, you know, some some of it is it they're happy. It has to be something. But you, he had to change something, and I think it's fair. I think it's fair to say the majority of players have probably played this system before. But it it literally, for lack of a better term, looks like they took the governor off the team. Yeah, yeah. And I'm surprised that Everson had a governor on the I team. I am, too, because you're right. Not I'd love to know from Dean what But it is also the uniqueness of the sport. Yes. I mean, when Boods came out to Vancouver, he inherited the biggest collection of crap in the yep. history of Vancouver. Boods, there it is. And for two months, they were fantastic. Yes. How does that work? I don't get it. I just don't get it. But it is the game, and I do think, and I've written this, said this, when you're playing the three or four, if you work a little harder and give you one goal, Correct. it makes a difference. It's, it's, yeah. you know, if you work your ass off in basketball and get an extra five points, it doesn't mean anything, right? Yes. So More, uh, com- more confidence in hockey definitely mm-hmm. helps you. But I still look at them and don't think they're good enough. But then Connor DeWare goes and gets three goals, so what do I know? You know, maybe he's a player. They're somewhere between how they were playing and how they're playing now, mm-hmm. aren't they? Yeah. But, I don't know. A week ago, the whole thing was, how could Garen be stupid enough to give three-year contracts to all these ancient guys? Yes. And on Tuesday, he basically told us uh, he didn't. he thought he got all of them at the right price. As we like to say, he's changed the narrative, mm-hmm. at least yes, for now. Yes, he changed. I, I have confidence in these guys. Blah, but blah, I've blah. never seen a sport where co- where coaches' shelf life comes up like that one. No. It's in every sport, but no. that one to me is the... But it is. Now, this guy is a fixer. He came and got in, a ba- in Nashville playing good, right? Yes. Same type of deal, too. I think he's a winning, he seems to be a winning personality type of guy. He's not, you know, he's probably pretty sharp. But his playoff mark is bad. So yeah, but that's, he's 4-15 in the playoffs. Yeah. But, uh, I, you know, it's, yeah, I was just going to say that. But he doesn't, you know, the thing like, if you if you hire Tortorelli, you want some guy to be a jackass. Yep. You know, which there's still that feeling in hockey. But I don't think Everson was ever that with his players. No. And this guy is. No, I think he trusted him too much. Isn't. And I think I think when you that that is uh 
that is so old fashioned now to get the hard nose. Yes. Coach, how many of them are left? I mean, how many of them are the, the tyrants? And Torts has, Torts has changed his tune a little yeah, bit, too. Tried to tone There's it. not many left. Now, Now the the guy who keeps getting jobs for a reason is your guy, LaViolette. La yeah. Who's now with the Rangers, who, by the way, are unbelievably good, right? Yes. Everywhere he, he goes, he's got the act where he will get a team. Oh, did he win the cup? In he's, Tampa, won a cu- he's won a cup. In Tampa? Uh, no, no, no. He was in... Um, he was in Carolina when they beat the Oilers oh, okay. way back when. Well, what does he do? He's not quite as. I think he's a. Na- he's I think he can be a jackass, yeah, but not torts. No, but I. But not his act, like his act everywhere he goes. For a while. Exactly. Yeah, and then wears off. It is funny. I asked him about the way that coaches change, and using that as an example, that that thing from the. I still love that. I wish I had that on. I wish I could go find that twenty four seven and watch it again with Torts and Lavalette. That they, as I said, I watched that and realized Slapshot was a documentary. Yes. It wasn't a it wasn't a satire. It was a documentary. Yes, and and now they're it just blows my mind that they're coaching the opposite. Yep. <laughs> they've switched team after traveling around four or five times. They're now back to switch. So how many? How many they each, they've each had like five jobs, haven't they? Oh, uh, yeah. Laviolette's been. I think he started in Carolina. He's been in where Philadelphia. He's been in Washington. He's wasn't with he Tampa? I thought the Rangers Tampa. now. No, Torch was Tampa. Torch won. Oh, okay. Torch won the cup it. before the lockout in Tampa. Okay, okay. Now Torch. So they've each won a cup. Yes. Okay. And Torch was what? He was Vancouver. Vancouver. The Rangers. Columbus, Torch is incredible. Yeah, Torch is, Torch is Tampa, the Flyers. The uh, you know, now who brought him into Philly then? Who brought him into Philly? Because Fl- Fletcher got fired, right? So is this Torch's? Is, no, is this it, is the, this was Fletcher. Fletcher, he brought, brought him, him in, in and, and then got bounced. He trying to save his job. Yeah, trying to save Torch's his job, in, but they were so hopelessly bad. <laughs> How are they now? Philly still bad. They're better. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, they're they're not. They they've gotten off to good starts two consecutive years and then they dip back down. But they're mm-hmm. at least on the right track now. It looks uh-huh. like now now when they actually get consistently good, my guess Torts will be gone. <laughs> Torts will be gone. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah right. You're you're not kidding about no. it. those acts only work for yeah. so long. Yeah, the uh, I've I've only used it in print about twenty times. The sign. Yeah, that's right. Jacques Demers got a. Four-year contract and a two-year act. <laughs> Tom Reed said, "Buy a house on wheels if you're ever, if you're ever going to coach hockey because you're just going to need to move your house around." It is uh, it is astounding though that they come in and now all of a sudden it's ah. Now the other thing could be, Garen was forced into action after the Wild were named Turkeys of the Year too, and that is oh, you should definitely take credit. That has worked in the past, you know that. Uh, yep. Like when PJ won, two days later he beat Wisconsin. Yeah, you know, right. It was motivated. All right. He should have. Maybe I should have let him win again this year because he's uh, he's. Uh, well, what more could know. he want? He's got the quick lane bowl. Yes, he does. That's Bowling we, Green. We could be three. Uh, the quick lane season. He calls this, doesn't it? 
This is Ricey, and you've heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I recommend that you give Josh a call is simple, trust and results. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As has been said through all of our relationship, past results do not guarantee future returns. And while that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and have a booking with Josh for the 48-minute free evaluation. This is a no-obligation meeting. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. You will be glad you did. And don't forget to ask him why it is 48 minutes. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Royce is a paid in. By the way, Bowling Green, Yeah, I forgot how big of an underdog they were when they beat him that year. 30 and a half. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Second it's, highest point spread in the history of the Big Ten. It's his worst what loss. What a team loss. It's his worst and they, loss. And that team ended up winning eight or nine games, didn't it? Yeah, because the Mac's not awful. No, but they were. Yeah. They were. Yeah. They ended up like. Four and eight that year, hey. Bowling Green or something. Same guy still coaching him. But I thought the lowest moment of Fleck's career, I mean, well, maybe this year is worse, but was when the coach, Tom Leffler, Bowling Green, came in and said, Well, I think he's doing a good job here. <laughs> the guy was like, The guy from Bowling Green was throwing a bouquet to us, like, Oh, I think we'll be okay. You know, and he was right. They were, they were okay, but, uh, but it was uh, the the Yahoo, which likes to do stuff like this, uh, rated the forty one bowl games. I saw your tweet. I saw your tweet. Well, you you couldn't wait to no, get to tweet no, Twitter X to put that yeah, out. Yeah, Twitter X. Yeah, Twitter X. Well, where where else would have it been? Oh my god! You know. By uh, the way, college sports. I, we talk about this. I feel like weekly. It's terrible. But <laughs> how messed up are they? Florida, I don't care if Alabama is clearly a better team now than Florida State. They were not unbeaten. Florida State was 13-0. and 0. You can't. What's amazing is the head of the committee is the NC State athletic director. He's from the yeah, he's well, you know what? conference. But ESPN all, didn't care. No, ESPN didn't care. And... Florida State's already publicly said they'd like to get out of the Atlantic Coast Conference and basically go to the SEC, so I'm sure there's bitterness there, too. But, I mean, if okay, if you watch them, I think Alabama will probably win the damn thing because they look great against you. I had to watch quite a bit of that yeah, game against Yeah, that was a fun game. I mean, they got some, that quarterback is, you know, watch him. They, kept, they did a good job on TV showing that they had two spies on that quarterback. Yep. You know, not one, two. Yep. And they, they had to find their quarterback, Alabama. And But you watch Georgia and Alabama, doesn't remind you of the Gophers and the Badgers or the Gophers and the Hawkeyes, does it? It looks like a different sport. How about that Big Ten champion? Again, oh you know how many horse bleep games we've had? Fox <laughs> has to be like, thank God. God. Get us out of here. Get us out of here. That game was awful. Awful. Iowa, I saw this on a website and I've checked it. I, I tweeted this too. 
some of these places that you can basically invent your own bet. You know, you're just these exotic things. The over and under for the first half and the second half for Iowa was a half a point. In other words, they, <laughs> you could bet them not to score in the first half or the second half in advance. Usually sometimes those halftime bets, you have to make it the halftime, but these were in advance. So you could have bet an exact on, you could have got paid for two for one mm-hmm. on betting Iowa not to score. They never even came close. Mm-hmm. They never even came close. Now they did. It wouldn't have made any difference in the outcome, but they did get monumentally screwed on that pass. But it didn't matter. No, it didn't. But you cannot say his hand was going forward, but his arm wasn't. <laughs> I love that rule. I don't. I'm physically. I'm, I'm not. That's into, what Ferenc said. I'm not. He into, said I was an English major, but I don't think it's possible. No, no. And the other thing is, the game has stopped. Nobody's scrambling after ball. This guy just comes and picks it up because the Iowa guy standing there didn't pick it up, and then they, and then, but they go up to see. They they go up. That's not why they went. They they weren't the officials. Nobody asked for a replay. But this jackass up in the uh, these guys are out of control. Yep, these guys are out of control. You know, like the 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 to me the biggest controversy in the in the punt return against Iowa was the fact that they weren't looking that, for that's that. not what they were looking for but the guy hey I think I right. found something that I can become a, a big celebrity here that's but part I of that. can't nobody can give you the name but yeah that would be the you know you can't go up and say was he out of bounds and then say well, no but uh, he wasn't out of bounds but he did point you've called it all year though it feels like since you said that nobody influences a sport like football refs, it's getting yeah. worse every oh, single yeah. week. And it's we getting, saw it again last night in the Packers Chiefs game, both ways. Yeah, I didn't see a lot of that game. I watched some of it, but uh, they called an unnecessary roughness hit on Mahomes, in which he was still in bounds, and the hit was not. The hit was by oh, I the think book. I saw that. Yeah, and then they missed a pi on your your guy Marquez Valdez Scantling. Uh-huh. He basically got mugged, uh-huh. and they didn't call it. And then on the hill, Mary passed to end the game as the ball is in the air. Travis Kelsey gets shoved by a defender with both hands, and they didn't call oh, it. Wow! But I mean, you're you nailed yeah, it. They are. I mean, they're, they're just arbitrarily deciding. Yes, you know, yes, there's no and, consistency. And. It's crew to crew. It's not like we're we're trying to uh, the Don't, NBA now. It happens in the NBA. It happens everywhere. But they're trying to have some kind of a standard of what what it is. But it's just whether you get a you get some officiating crews that call eight penalties and others that call twenty five, and the games aren't that much different. No, well, and I think in football the problem though is your season is so such a small amount of games comparatively that. You, you yeah, can influence becomes, a record. Yeah. It feels like way more than a sport that plays eighty-two well, well, games. Well, but I think now the NBA has a and and basketball in general. It's very subjective, you yeah. know what what's going to be called. But nothing compares with football because you have you have at least five or six groups of people. Grabbing each other, 
And you have to decide whether this is a penalty or not. You got to, you know, and you can, you can, it's, it's a cliche, but it's also true. You can call holding on every penalty if you want to. Mm-hmm. I think something really has to be done on the five yard first down thing. I, uh, I actually like the college rule better because it's 10 yards on that, you know, holding, but it's not a first down. So if it's, third and 18 and it's mm. you know you march it off and then it's third and eight and so. the pi in college is 15 yards right it's not yes. a spot it's not a spot foul unless it's mm-hmm. close enough to the goal line that's not 15 they're never gonna uh they're never gonna change that though probably but it is uh, i mean it's it's and it's amazing how often they call that because it looks that way and they can't they don't overrule each other you know, I, I don't know what you what you can do. Can you now the NBA now has the you can uh challenge challenge a foul one foul yeah. game or two. It's not too bad. Could you I, well, they, I mean, they tried talked that. about No, they never, they tried that. They yeah. tried to challenge. you could challenge a pass in- interference call a couple of years ago because of that Saints Rams yes, debacle. But then they and they did it, it for a year and it was just a disaster. What did never yeah. never got changed or what? I can't even remember what. It I was. think it was still too subjective because you're looking at yeah. on replay. You're still you know it's not a crystal clear. No, and if the guy made contact, they're not going to throw a flag unless there's some contact. Yeah. So if a guy made contact, they could just say, well, but this guy, like last night, Valdez Scantley got mugged. I mean, literally <laughs> got jumped from behind. And then the guy knocked the ball, but it was way afterwards. And th- the problem is what everyone wants for sports like hockey and football now is the eye in the sky guy, the referee upstairs. I think that would cause more no, confusion. Oh, God. No. And they're going to stop the game more. That's, that's the other thing. I draw a limit on how much I want any yeah, game to stop. Yeah, the, but the, the other thing about the NFL is they love replay. They love replay because they can go to the break yep. and tell you what happened when they come back. And we're all sitting there saying, well, I can't leave now. I got to sit through the commercial because I got to find out what they decided to do with this replay. Now, you're right. They did start announcing it, but they still don't resume play. Correct. But, but they still can come back and tell me what happened. They'll tell you instead of the official. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's, uh, it is, I think, now this is, uh, what do you think of this? I think the world was a better place without it if we just let them screw up. I think. The world would be a fine place if you had it in if you had it in place for things where you had electronics like tennis does. Yes, yeah, it's great. You know, like if tennis. there was a chip in the puck goal line, right? <laughs> they show you the. They, they but we still can't argue. decide. Was the puck completely over the goal line? You yeah. know how you can fix that? <laughs> yeah, technology. Yes, yeah, that's true. So I think it's fine if you have a system in place that definitively. The problem is, it goes from subjective on the field to subjective on the. Okay, if what is the electronic strike zone going to take away from baseball? Don't they're going to go to it, and I think they're going to go to the challenge thing for a couple of years because that gets the fans involved. But eventually, they're going to go to it. Yes, but whining about the plate umpire and stuff—it's—it's—it's a great part of the game, don't you think? I mean, it's. we're not going to see any arguments between the managers and the and the umpires anymore. It's it, we're losing something. 
Well, to your point, though, I think the more important question is, what is the electronic strike zone going to be? Yeah. Well, is it going to be big enough? Right. That's that's what I'm saying. If it's a postage stamp, yeah, then I'm then against it. Oh God, then the game was gonna last. Then but if they back. but if they make it bigger and say, here's a strike now, or or if it touches the line, yeah, touches the line. In other words, you know, it's it's it can't be half the ball has to be inside the line or something that, like that. It's got to be if yes. it touches the line. You still got to give the pitcher credit for a perfect pitch. You know, right. So yeah, it it it'll be. It's not going to be the end all that we all thought it was. You know that uh, you're gonna you're gonna have pitchers thrown out left and right if it's a if it's tight. But the guys, the people who watched it, Sean Aronson and those guys, thinks it think it's a little tighter. You know, I just want it to to be so that I never have to hear a guy run into the clubhouse again and say, "Yeah, I was right." Yeah, right, right. right Leap right. you. It was an inch outside. I was right. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm so sick of that. Yes. Well, they, uh, you know, they, uh, it, it really has given a wonderful excuse to all these. The, too close to take is off yeah. the off the board. And the challenge the will be fun. Yeah. I, love the, I love the fact that it has to be the pitcher or batter. Yes. Yes. And you only get three. Yeah. And you get some red ass pitcher out there. Exactly. You, all of them are gone in the first, first inning. And all I got to do is. There was a Saints p- pitcher, right? Yeah. I think there was a yeah. story about that. The guy challenged all three. Yeah. He was wrong on all three and they were gone. <laughs> yeah. And all you got to do is touch your hat. What Love if there's it. a. What if there's a bug trying to get at you and you're slapping at it? It looks like you're challenging the pitcher. I love that. Yeah. I don't either. So uh, you uh, you managed to uh, not watch the Gopher basketball game last night. Right? I did not. No, I was um, I went to the Wild game actually. Oh, that's right. Got home and that did was, some other uh, things. Wild was one o'clock. One o'clock start. Yeah, yeah. nice afternoon start. But the uh, the Gophers. Uh, Dawson Garcia was really good. Now we got to remember this. This is not Ohio State of your of most years. This isn't the high the Ohio State team you got to beat the crap out of at Williams Arena in order to win the Big Ten title, right? We don't have to mug them to beat them. They were five and fifteen last year. Wow. They lost to the Gophers at home. One of Gophers' two wins in the league, right? Weren't they two and eighteen last year? Uh, yeah, I think so. So they gave Jamison battle, and he comes out and makes a shot right away. And he he was shooting well, and they got another. They could make some threes, but they're no good. But they they couldn't stop Dawson Gar- Dawson Garcia, who played really good. He got thirty six. But I've been to that arena a couple of times for big Gopher basketball games when it was full. I heard it was, and people were crazed. It was silent. It was like. The barn versus Arkansas Pine Bluff. They 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 hold nineteen. They announce ten. I could not. You know, we we didn't see crowd shots because it's a kind of arena where you don't really yeah. see crowd shots. Yeah, but they couldn't add more than seven in there. So in Columbus, now maybe Columbus has got soccer fever. Are we blaming break Christmas break? I yeah I suppose we always blaming. love to blame the holiday yeah, break. Oh, there's no students it's around. Finals week. It's finals week yeah. or something. Everybody's studied. Yeah, as if we that's... try to blame them. So uh, I think we're. I think you're blaming the fact that they're not any good anymore. But uh, it was. 
Well, as you keep saying, college basketball. I oh, used to love God, college basketball. Terrible. I went it's through terrible. a period where I loved it. I thought it was great. Now, I watched some of Marquette, Wisconsin. That was fun because it was fired up and, you know, the bands. But, you know, I was thinking of this. I wonder if there's any chance that the Gophers could create a rivalry like that somewhere in town against them. There's no like Division One school Catholic that, I, school, that school, I can think of. A Catholic school. that Now, that Catholic school might have to do a little building up. But that Catholic school could also end up in the Big East with Marquette in about four years. So uh, I wonder if we'll, uh, I wonder how many coaches we will have gone through by the time uh, that might uh, come about. So anyway, it's just, it's, it drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. Ben's got no chance of surviving, no. right? Oh, by the way, yeah, I got to go back to this before I forget it, which I want to. Bowling Green, I saw something. I didn't believe this, but it was written as fact. We paid them $1.15 million to come here and beat us as 30.5-point underdogs. That should, that we should bet them double or nothing on the game or something, right? And wow. We want our money back. I guess, yeah. Because they, they lost a game. Was that when they canceled North Carolina or something? I don't know. Oh, that goes back. That to was kill. kill but I wonder yeah. if they were supposed to. Wait, one point one five million. Million. Do they? Bowling, ma- they don't make that much. I was going to say, how much do they make off of Bowling I Green? I don't know. I did. I'm sure they had thirty thousand there or something. It's <sighs> and that, that's the same thing that drives me crazy about these guys. Uh, the Star Tribune did a request on the non-conference, how much they paid non-conference opponents for this thing. And I guess they gave it to us because they knew they could have filed a thing. 685000 for six for Arkansas Pine Bluff and they followed Florida Gulf Coast in these. So total? Total, total is 685000 okay. So over 100000 apiece. Wow. For these teams. And when you could have gotten St. Thomas for five grand and eight, 10,000 people in the arena. Well, and, and again, I guess my question is this, off of a game like that, what's your income off? The, I mean, there's no gate. Yeah, no. no one's going to those games. I just, I don't know how many season tickets they're selling now. What do you think? 25, 30,000. They selling 25,000? I don't for football. They or, must be. Yeah, probably. Yeah, 25 or 30,000. Yeah. So that's, that's, you know, that covers it, but it certainly cuts into your profit. Yes. Well, well, what, what screwed up the Gophers in their defense is schools like Auburn are paying 1.75, as Jerry Kell pointed out. We got a win, and we got $1.7 million, Jerry said. So that's unbelievable. Yes, we didn't get our dream bowl matchup, though, the the killer and uh, and uh, Fleck. And, and I'm sure everybody Mexico. tried and involved and made sure we really avoided that one. Yes, I would think. Uh, I think Jerry. No had, I think Jerry, after watching his defense get ripped up again by Liberty, which is who's pretty good, and then they're going to the, they got the, uh, the invite yes. to the big for the yes the New Year's Six bowl games. Uh, so are we up to twelve next year? Yeah, we're up to twelve, 12 okay. so we won't have to listen to it. That doesn't mean, however, we still won't have seventy-eight. We got seventy-eight bowl teams. Plus the four that make the playoffs. Yeah. So next year you're going to make twelve. Are we going to have ninety? That's what I was going to ask. Are, are we going to have ninety? Are next we year? now going to eat up? So so when we go to twelve, 
Are we going to eat up more bowl games for those games, or are God, we? God, I hope so. I mean, I think yeah, we have to, yeah. right? But these games will probably. These, I think they already said these games are going to be at stadium, at home stadiums. Okay, because they want to draw some people, you know. So the twelve plays five, and so that won't plays. be part of a bowl then, though. That that no, that no, won't I take a current. Special. There are eighty. I did the math today. The calculator did the math for me. Counting the four playoff games, there are 82. There's 133 teams now because you got James Madison and all these extra ones now. They're up. And they got 82 bowl spots, counting the, those four. That's 62%. Make a bowl game. You only have a 38% chance of not making a bowl game. <laughs> it's, it is. Uh, but, hey, we made a bowl game. That's all we're here about. Yeah, they made a bowl oh, game. we're we're going to hear about the great academics. Oh yeah, that's what we're going to hear about. Yes. So who's going to play quarterback in this bowl game? Yeah, uh, probably uh, uh, Kramer, the uh, Cole Kramer from Eden, who's been there four years. That's the guy that you were trying to do a story. Yeah, on, right? I was trying. Yeah, they still haven't. Uh, <laughs> that was my all-time favorite. That's when I decided I'm on the blacklist. Oh yeah, officially, and I probably should be. Yeah, I've been a complete yeah. jackass. Yeah, it took another great keep shot at him Sunday from. No, you've earned it. Jim. Yes, I have. I'm not, but my attempts to make some slight amends have always met with a brick wall. So I'm thinking, Cole Kramer. You know, he could have gone someplace and played. You know, FCS or be the quarterback at. North Dakota or North Dakota State or someplace. He stayed here. He loved the Gophers. He, you know, loyal Gopher fan. His grandfather's Tom Moe, for goodness sakes. You know, yep. former AD. Yep. Drew grew up, loved the Gophers, right? Somebody will probably do this story now, right? Um, there have been some. So I call him on, and they're having the spring game on Saturday. So I call him on Tuesday. Or Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Hey, can I, if I go over there tomorrow, can I, because once in a while you can sit in the Beerman building and talk to a guy for 20 minutes or something. Sure. Not football, but no, access ended Tuesday for the spring game. We had to get fired up for the spring game. I think I was lied to. <laughs> no, I think what happened is Cole had to go to class. Oh yeah, because if he didn't go go to class, there's no way that, that you could get that great That's GPA right. to get to Detroit. But then, how I many could, kids are thinking? I just wish I had flunked that one. But class. then I could have been there at nine in the morning or five in the afternoon. I didn't <laughs> care. I was going to write a Thursday column. No, on you're on the black Cole list. Kramer. You're on Cole the, Kramer. Go for through and through his whole heart. Your name is atop <laughs> yes. a whiteboard somewhere. Answer no, no, yes. Somebody told me who was it. Uh, I, a young woman who was work, working for the Twins just as a part-timer. But she had been at a seminar for college sports information. Sports information. A fine career. And she said one of their lecturers said that your first answer when the media comes to you is should be no <laughs> no you know and then protect the athletes at all i think no. the state high school league has the yes, same yes, seminar yes no can i get a press pass no, no. <laughs> yes 
Because it was really, I, I could see why you couldn't go to the prep bowl because it was really crowded up in that press box. There were at least 14 of us in a 60,000 I tried to go seater. to ho- hockey like two years ago and sent Leighton a note. No. Hey, Tim, you know, yeah. been a long time. Yeah, right. Blah, blah. Never no. heard back. <laughs> no, I didn't even get no. You didn't get the You no. missed the ignore portion of the lecture. Wow. Yeah. It's, uh, it is. But the old days of uh, just walking up and. Oh God! Showing them a pass or something—that's not either. But, Absolutely. But the Gophers, I mean, basketball, football—it was even even you had you know Mason those years. You could get anybody you wanted on that Wednesday, or and you you know they had a it was Tuesday. Yeah, players used to be but, available, but you used to he'd be doing his thing, but they. Give you somebody out in the hall for yep. thirty minutes while they were doing the rest. The, of the old stuff. basketball thing where they'd oh, serve man. lunch and yeah. and and Buck would come come in with the filterless yes, camel yes. and smoke and eat the whole time and ask Clem questions. But the, the Clem's teams and uh, you know the, the great teams there, coffee and, and then the ninety seven team. You'd go on a road with them. You'd sit in the lobby of the hotel. They'd come down and BS with you, and they you know it was. Uh, you know, I went on the road with Dutch's good teams a couple of times, too, and it's just, you know. Clem, I've all been told this 50 times, but riding the bus with the team from Bloomington, Indiana to Columbus overnight and the overnight trim, sitting up next to Clem on the bus. I, I don't know if that's happening anymore. <laughs> No, Although ben, if you're from Ben probably their, wouldn't like that. If you're from their uh, TV station, though, you have a radio. Oh yeah, well that's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. But not so, not independent journalists. Not independent journalists. Nope, that's nope. for sure. What else we? Uh, well, actually, you know what? Wolves, we should you know what, Patrick? Yes. But before we do that, tell me about your friends at the Valley Auto Group, and then we'll talk some wolves. Valley Auto Group, Hastings and Apple Valley, Jim Paul and Brett Paul, uh, the Apple Valley uh, store, the Valley Valley Group's been around for a long, long time. I've been dealing with them myself for over 10 years. I'm not sure how many. I know I bought uh, five my last five cars from them, plus a uh, uh, couple of uh, cars for family members, and uh, everybody, uh, nobody's got any complaints. It's uh, terrific right now. The prices are uh, really good. It's almost throwback time. And uh, I think we've all shook off the pandemic COVID slump and uh, things are bumping out there. You can uh, get, if you qualify for a truck, you can get 0.9%. Qualify for a SUV, one of those uh, small SUV, Buick SUVs, fantastic. 1.9%. And, uh, you know, I keep saying, I keep threatening we don't have any snow yet, so I don't feel the need to check out the SUVs. But uh, one of those little SUVs. We will soon. One of those little SUVs that goes through the snow. That might be my next purchase. I don't know. But Jim Paul's Valley Group, go out there. I trust them immensely. So uh, check them out. Uh, Apple Valley and Hastings, the Valley Group of GM dealers. All right, the Timberwolves. I still can't get used to this. No, I can't. I can't. You watched the game the other night. They kind of, uh, Carolina, uh, Charlotte was making shots. Yep. And they weren't, they didn't have LaMelo, so they never have LaMelo. He's hurt all the time. But uh, you're thinking, yeah, but they still got Gordon Hayward. They still got a bunch of players. They're not terrible. But they got their, you know, they hung in there. They never let Charlotte get like 
15 ahead or anything. And then when it came winning time, they won a game. They made plays. Uh, I'll tell you, Finch, I don't know what went into it. Now, some of it is Rudy Gobert is obviously healthier than he was when he got here because he's moving. He's moving a lot better. Mm -hmm. But these guys, Finch and his coaches, and, you know, they, they're like every other place now. He's only got six assistants. I looked at Charlotte, they got nine. Or was it uh, one of the team I played the other night had nine? Charlotte, yeah. Yeah, not not sure. Who, who'd they play at home uh, the other day? They had nine. Denver? Nine? No. Somebody had nine assistants. Okay. Anyway, I was at the game. But um, uh, they, they got the whole analytic staff. They got the whole thing. But they figured out, okay, they they kind of had to do that on the run last year when Towns and play Towns and Gobert together. They had to get Towns to get some buy-in on this, right? And it took a while, and then he missed 50 games or however many. So they never really, and Gobert was not moving like he is now. But they did something to make this work. Because yep. those two guys, not only are they playing together, a lot of back slapping and hand slapping and big well, pals. And then they got Towns to buy in, but he yeah. really didn't buy in until like two weeks ago. He's been phenomenal since then. Yes, but he, but he was struggling. I know. But not because of a lack of effort, I think. And here's the other thing about him. You know, you can, I mean, hes they're not on the court constantly together, although they have been pretty much. But you can still post him up some, that. But there's nobody on the team that you'd rather have shoot a three than him. Yeah. If he shoots it in, in time, you yep. know, in in the flow of thing. If he's not forcing it, he's the best three-point shooter. And a seven-foot guy who can do that is a, quite a weapon. You just had to figure out how to make those two weapons work. And they, they figured out what Rudy can do offensively. Dunk! Yep. <laughs> you know, or go anything. Up, or, or go out a little bit so he's not clogging up the lane. Like, they're yeah. doing a lot more yeah, creative. Well, he's doing screens and rolling. Yep. Yep. But if he rolls to the basket and the, it's not there, they, you know, they're only throwing it to him. They mean, the other night he was 10 for 12 or 11 for 12. Well, eight were dunks. That's a, he's, you know, leading the league in shooting percentage. Yes, because he's dunking. I think That's, Conley's huge too, because I think he knows how to, to make this work on the floor. Yeah. Mike Conley, yeah. I idea. think he has a real idea. Oh yeah. Well, that, because it was never going to work with D'Lo. No. You needed brains. But you've, yeah, but, but you've gone from a guy that was selfish and about you know himself consistently or constantly to a guy who's probably upper echelon basketball the intelligence. About, the thing about D'Angelo was you know there were nights you know you just watch him and say hey, he's kind of involved tonight and there was other nights that he just they were sitting down with five minutes at five minutes into the game. Yep. But he was uh, Chris Hine pointed out I'd forgotten that he was basically ripping Rudy <laughs> right away. He says. He catch the ball, he score. You know, it's uh, now he's out there. Uh, yeah, that was uh, the fact that they got him, Connolly. I mean, he's thirty seven. So how long is this going to last? Right. But they got the other guy who's a really been valuable, uh, Nikhil, since because uh, Ant was hurt for a couple of games and McDaniel's is out again. And the other night, 
He basically replaced both of them. One of them on the offensive end, the other on the defensive jazz end. Jazz is the team that had yeah, the nine Jazz. Assistants. That's right. The Jazz had nine and assistants. That's couple and uh, yeah, but he he did that to his old team and uh, was you know made some threes. The other addition that they've gotten here is this Tony Brown that uh, you know yeah. looked like he was terrible because well, Shake's not doing anything. Oh, Shake's terrible. Shake's terrible. You know, Such has always had this theory on Nishioka. How do we know they send us the right Nishioka? Oh, we got the wrong Nishioka. Yeah, we got, we got the, the wrong, wrong There's a lot of Nishioka. There's two Miltons. There's two Miltons. There's still one in Philly. I think we got the wrong Milton. I feel like if your name is Shake Milton, you got to be good. <laughs> yes. I, I don't think you get to be called no. Shake and not be good. No, it was a desperate thing because they didn't have another point guard and McLaughlin had been hurt. Now he's hurt again. Yeah. But they've discovered, and that you see it all over the NBA now, you don't need, you know, it's nice to have a point guard, but when Connolly sits down, you don't really need him. You got Kyle Anderson can handle the ball, you know, make some passes. You got Anthony, you know, Edwards when he's when he's playing, he can handle a little. This guy, uh, Alexander Walker, can mm-hmm. It's Alexander Walker, right? Or is it Walker Alexander? Nikhil Alexander Walker. Nah. 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 I got to remember that. The other day I wrote a column about him, and I said, check for Walker Alexander's in there. I think think we got a couple Walker Alexander's. A and W. Yes, yes. On the last That's what I got to remember. A and W. By the way, if I own a newspaper, sports department, no hyphens. You got to make your choice. We don't. It, it's, no, Carl, it screws up the box score. No, but Carl Anthony is Towns. First okay, yeah, it's Towns. Okay, yeah. okay, so that's okay. Yeah, okay, it's I, Towns. I got you. Yeah, or you could call him Carl Towns if you want. Okay, yeah, you didn't have it. You know. Mark Andre Fleury then is okay because his last yeah, name yeah, is Fleury. Right, yeah, and it could just be Mark. But Fleury. you can't hyphenate your last name. No, well you can, but I'm not. In the box. I'm making. I'm referring to him the first time. I'll give him the first reference. But after that, oh, you're picking all. You're, you're picking, picking one. one. We're picking one. So it's Walker. Season. Yeah, it's Walker. It's the end. It's the Walker. So that's in all things. That's like my other thing would be first names, like Christine. We'd have a style, C H R I S T I N E or C R I S T E N. But we every Christine would be spelled the same way. We wouldn't have like nine varieties. Oh, you were. Oh, you, you know, first cur- names, see current parents. <laughs> no, would not be happy first with names you. Names would have to be like Nick L. It'd be Nick. Nick. He's got an E I L. Where'd this come from? The baby walk has finally bitten yeah, you in yes. the ass because those people are adults now. <laughs> yes, and they got a lot oh, of names. Man, God, they do. It's unbelievable. I mean, a box score. What would you if you were AP and you're trying to still do box? Well, they don't do them. Do anymore. they even do box scores anymore? But uh, uh, you know. Hyphenated. There's not room for the other stuff, but it's uh, it is phenomenal too. You still don't want to dive in and believe this is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I can't get used to the <laughs> no, fact that no. that they're behind in the fourth quarter, and you expect them to come back. And yes, win. yeah, that, they're really good. Yes. I, I can't get used to this. I can't. Yeah, get used to this. You know, they want to with with now the Jazz are trying to lose, but uh, but the uh, you know. Road game against yeah. a below average team, but they, you know, they that was a go down, lay down like dog game here for forty years, you know. So exactly, yeah, it was. Uh, it is. Uh, exactly, it is astounding that. Uh, so we're, 
you know, all of a sudden our winter sports here are for the pros are booming, man. Yeah, well, booming. since John Hines came John in, Hines, yes, Sports Person of the Year, Star Tribune. I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, hey, have have you have you uh, I'm sent not in Jesse Diggins? But I'm just guessing. Have Have you sent in your baseball Hall of Fame ballot yet? And did you vote for Mauer? I uh, will vote for Mauer. I haven't mailed okay. it in yet. I haven't. I'm curious. On, I don't think he's gonna. He's not gonna make it first ballot. No. But I'm curious what his percentage uh, 40%. is. Forty percent. If he makes 40%, he'll make it in four or five years. It's okay. Just, he'll need one of those years where there's not really anybody else to vote for. How did Santana get no traction? I don't know. Like, I understand. He did he, didn't, did he not get 5%? No, he didn't get 5%. Yeah. He fell off. Yeah, I voted for him. I voted for Tory too, just to keep him on the ballot. But, uh, yeah, Santana, I don't know. It was weird. If he'd won that third Cy Young, which I didn't vote for him, it might have... Uh, might have uh, might have uh, made all the difference. I just I can't know. believe he fell off. I'm not surprised. I'm not no, shocked no, he no, didn't no, get no, in. I'm, not shocked I'm shocked he fell off. That well, they got pitchers in there that aren't better no. than him. You know? No. I mean, and okay, he's not Koufax, but Koufax was like seven years. You know? Yeah. So it was about like Yohan was what the he pitched in the bullpen in '02. Yep. And then. Started starting in 03. I think that's right, yeah. And then his first year with the Mets, he was fantastic. Uh, but yep. it was only like... And if he had won a World Series there, he would have gotten in. I or think. gotten... Certainly I mean, he would have stayed on a ballot. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was uh, quite the oversight. In retrospect, one of my all-time favorite twins, just because he was, when you saw him in the clubhouse, screwing around completely different than the guy you saw, you know, doing post-game interviews and stuff like that. Yeah. He was a, I remember him, they had that Japanese gal who used to come over here from, uh, with a TV crew and do like their version of This Week in Baseball. Mm-hmm. And she would get him to pose with stuff like oh, yeah, you told me swords this. and stuff. And he's chasing her around that little room in Fenway with the sword and she's shrieking, you know, it's, it wasn't sexist. It was funny. She loved it. Right. She was the one who gave him a sword right. and said, here, hold this sword while we do this interview. So so where, where does he go down in the annals of uh, twin starters? Cot, Fly 11. Who's next? Dean Chance was more of a meteor than he was. Where was Pasquale? Yeah, Camilo I, was. Who I didn't see pitch. I put him ahead of Camilo. Okay. Because Camilo's arm, I mean, Camilo led the league in strikeouts three times his first four years, but then by 65, when they went to the World Series, he was, you know, he started one of the World Series games, but his arm was shot. Hmm. I don't know how it was shot, though. He'd only pitch 325 here and then go home to Cuba and pitch another 175 innings. Hey, can't get pitching <laughs> right through it all. Yeah, but he pitched in the Cuban Winter right. League, too. I would not have been happy 100, about that. 150 that would have violated the Zolgad rule of off-season <laughs> yes, orcs. Yes, well, the, they had a four-team league in the Cuba, and they would play. Did Tony go down playing it? Five days a week. I No, because Tony wasn't a wasn't that good a player when he came up here, and then he couldn't go back. Okay. And then they That's right. They put the fork in the league, like, in 61, because uh, Fidel, uh, right. Fidel uh, was. We had Fidel probably played in the league. Yeah, well, I don't know if he was ever that good. George Brophy once showed me the scouting report he had on him, though. Oof. Twins had an old scouting report on him. It was uh, 
it wasn't, uh, you know, he's, the, the assessment was he probably wasn't a prospect, so then he became a dictator. Yeah, well, so, I mean, know, there's no choices yeah, to make. Yeah, right. There's when choices you, to make. When you blow out of baseball, you got to get a job somewhere. Amen. All right, we'll talk to you next week.